Utopia District podcast. It's Eddie Advent. Welcome to the show. Today I have some co-hosts with me. I'm very pleased to have on. We've got Demo Dog from Utopia District's team. Hello, welcome. And we've got Crystal Eternal, also from the Utopia District team. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Both um, big contributors to the Utopia District group and uh, so happy to be talking with them today. Um, We have a pretty fun, we think, topic for you and uh, hopefully you'll enjoy the episode and come along for the ride with us. Crystal Eternal, if you don't know, is a vaporwave artist, a producer, a... um, I say artist, I mean also visual artist, and will be performing at this year's, um, I forget what it was called, the Slush Wave. The Summer Slushy Fest. Summer Slushy Fest, exactly. Um, Event happening during uh, Electronicon Community Weekend, Vaporwave Weekend this summer in Brooklyn. So if you are gonna be there please come out to see crystal eternal's set Uh, we'll be we'll be thrilled to have you and um you know i've been a fan of your music i gotta say from since 2018 or 2019 when did you you. first release you released that early right i think it was the first love motel was in 2018 yeah so yeah love motel one came out in 2018 uh it was something i had been working on for a couple of years at that point but hadn't quite you know pressed upload yet yeah <laughs> just sitting on it. it's not perfect yet the artist dilemma yeah that's awesome yeah as a tape collector i uh, remember jumping on that right away and here we are you know years later um friends and you know part of a of a you know creative uh group together it's just so funny how it works out like that um but yeah big fan of the music and uh we'll definitely link your material in the description of the show if anyone wants to check that out i i highly encourage it you know maybe actually why don't we play one of your songs on the show we've got you here you know uh you're a musician why not um we've got a couple of musicians on the team at utopia district and uh why not why not use the stage to showcase it um you didn't you just put out i believe an album it was a couple of days ago right uh what i put out a couple of days ago was a so re-release of my yeah remaster yeah. of my first two right oh yeah so a collection of your favorite tracks from each or, or all of them maybe and, and then a re yeah, so, the production. so it's everything from the first two plus a couple of new um, exclusive bonus tracks, which maybe nice. I can play one of those for you. Oh, yeah, please. Something I haven't heard before. Yeah, thank you. And those are digital bonus or a tape exclu- exclusive? Uh, both. Oh, great. There you go. Awesome. Cool. Uh, so ch- uh, what, what's the Bandcamp page? Nostalgia it is lounge? crystal eternal, right? Crystal eternal. What? So I bring it up. What? What is the nostalgia lounge? That's... So nostalgia lounge um, initially started, um, you know, as me, as a, it was a response to me not being able to find a, a label for my own music. So 
um, you know, naturally I was like, well, I'll just do it myself. Um, and that was kind of, kind of where that came from. Yeah. Yeah. Following on, uh, in the footsteps of many, you know, as it, as it, as the story goes, you know, business casual, that's how they got started. John submitted an album to fortune 500. Lux said no. <laughs> and, uh, he was like, well, I gotta do it myself, but, and, uh, here we are. And now look, everybody's like, connected and uh you know doing it all together it's just so funny it's uh it's an indication of how pure and and awesome the vaporwave community is and the and that was like 2013 10 years ago that's crazy that's crazy jinx um i'm a little i had a i had a little drink earlier today so i'm having i'm a little having a little inspiration extra inspiration for today's episode and um demo dog my dear friend thank you for coming on the show we can't i can't wait to see you again we got the tape swap coming up yeah yeah i can't wait for the tape swap i had so much fun last year and i know it's just going to be even better this year i'm looking to see everyone i saw last time see the friends i met last time again yeah uh, nice. it's gonna be great nice so demo was at the for anyone interested, the uh, the doors at the venue had some people at a table, like a, as a greeters and, and uh, giving out the name tags and whatnot. Demo Dog was our main uh, volunteer uh, taking on that role for the day. So if you came to the tape swap, you probably met Demo. <laughs> yeah, if somebody thrust a Sharpie at you and said, sign this poster or you can't go in, oh, it yeah, was probably me. But hey, now we have a a community relic with all of the the good vibes that were being this poster. That's right. That's right. Exactly. And uh, for anyone interested as well, we'll be if you see us at the tape swap or at Electronicon, any of the events really, um, we'll have postcards of the poster with the art and all the signatures of uh, all the community members. So if you want one. Let us know, and we're just going to be, you know, handing them out to anyone that made it to the tape swap. Um, yeah. So thank you, thank you all for coming on the show. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Um, you can, if you're not following the show already, please do. We're on all podcast platforms: Google, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, whatever else people use today. We've got YouTube episodes that come up, like couple months later after the the audio goes up um and please subscribe so uh you can stay up to date with our releases and then we've got the Bandcamp page um we've got albums uh, a couple some tapes we're we're having a lot of fun putting out tapes uh again and um we've got some new ones we've got uh actually uh, computer slime that's a computer dreams project slash uh, midnight television. If anyone remembers those classics, um, very, very highly regarded. And that was one of his kind of side projects. So we're really happy to put that out on physical finally. Um, Gentleman Lounge Dining Cult um, had a previous release on Seiko Mart. And we're uh, happy to release that again to uh, people that don't know about that album. Um, and we've got an LED print. We've got VHS Logos, new album. Uh, Ursula's cr uh, Cartridges, new album. 
and uh, reality television. Um, not it's not a new album necessarily, but I'm sure new to a lot of people. Uh, so check them out. We've got a little bundle up where you can get a bit of a discount and uh, support the artists. Utopiadistrict.bandcamp.com All right, that's uh, it for the intros. So now let's get on to the topic for today. And that is, and there's no real short title for this. We'll have to come up with it after we record this. But um, we want to talk about the state of technology uh, in the vaporwave community regarding the platforms we use to interact with each other and publish our work and sh and share it and showcase it. So we've got Twitter and their uh, rate limiting uh, in the news recently, and Elon, of course, being the you know butthead <laughs> that he interesting. is. Interesting, yeah. <laughs> Um, and that's made it interesting and we've, we've seen people leave and a lot of changes and I think about leaving every day. Honestly, I hate seeing him in my feed. I hate a lot of the changes that are happening. We've also got Reddit, of course, changing to go public with their IPO and change their API to start charging millions of dollars to particular applications like Apollo or uh, Reddit videos, uh, Reddit P, um, anything really that uh, needs the API to function. And if you have a high user base, then it's just not gonna happen. Um, we've also got YouTube um, disabling ad blocker um, and forcing people into YouTube premium. And that change is already in effect and will not everyone sees it yet, but I have seen it myself and we'll be seeing it more and more. And uh, who knows what else is going to happen. You know, um, we're seeing the decentralized platforms pop up like Mastodon is being a couple of years old now and get gaining popularity like crazy over this past year and increasingly over the past few months. We've seen Lemmy skyrocket in popularity since the changes with Reddit. Yeah, really and just in the last month. In the past month, even. And, you know, who knows what's going to happen with Discord. They've got their username change policy, which I've not still not changed my name. And I, I won't until they force me. And um, who knows what the real implications of that are going to be. We see Threads, Facebook's new, or Meta's new platform, which has many implications, which are um, not limited to not being able to delete your account. If you do, you delete everything else tied to Meta, which is Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram. And um, so I'm just concerned about the monopoly. I don't know if we want to move over yet. We'll kind of see how it all, how all the dust settles. But it's pretty interesting. Um, the security and privacy has me wondering uh, as things as well, because... Uh, Facebook ha does not have a good track record with privacy and user data and security. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's interesting. But I think it's worth noting that Threads is doing something important, sort of. It's a response from Mark Zuckerberg to Elon and him just kind of watching 
Twitter crumble. And, um, you know, obviously he's a businessman. He's going to have a response to that. And, uh, or he may at least be interested in it. And it turns out that's what's, um, threads is right. Everybody knows it's, it's their thing, but what's cool about it is they're building it on an open decentralized network which is like the first time we're seeing a big tech company do something like that. So we don't really know what that means or how open it's going to be, but what's the, that, the interesting part is it's going to bridge together all of the aspects of all the platforms into one interface so that um, maybe not one interface, but it's going to be a bridge so you can post something on threads but see it on TikTok or Instagram or post it on Instagram and see it on threads maybe they're going to integrate Twitter and and or YouTube maybe like I, I, I right now it's only things I imagine that Meta owns but it's certainly like a new level of tech because it's not each platform has its own private database like if they're going to be sharing that then like what are the uh, user and user license agreements like they're just going to take all your data and give it to a whole nother company um, so I, that kind of has me wondering but you can't ignore the importance of a technology like this um, it's something that we've been waiting for for a long time I think or at least some people in tech and in the cyber space because it essentially makes the apps interop interoperable uh, where the database for the apps and all your user account settings all your stuff is in a different location than what you see like the, the interface so because they're separating that they can merge them together now the databases and then just display the results of that database query in the interface of your choice maybe you're using threads or something else but that hasn't been done and um, it makes sense like you see people in gaming like yo I want to use my gun well you've heard may have heard this conversation before I want to use my counter-strike um, weapons in another game and it's like okay well how hard is that to program it's probably pretty hard especially if the games are owned by different companies like the licensing and just the code may not stack together um, I'm sure they they can write it, but you know, with Meta having so many different tools that people use, um, it's a little different than you know games um, being all from different places and sharing sharing the database of those games or of the user accounts uh, with one another. <clears throat> so there's a lot going on, and um, we thought we'd get together and just shoot the shit a little bit and. You know, just uh, make some, crack some jokes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, try and maybe predict to see what the next six months to the year um, are going to look like and, you know, how we can, if anything does happen, you know, how we can get by supporting each other. Because um, at the end of the day, you know, all we have is Bandcamp emails and the previous discord servers that we've had have joined pre previously if you're active enough to keep up um so yeah that's it that's the intro 
Uh, please uh, join the Discord if you find this topic interesting and you can join the conversation with us. We'll have a forum thread open and uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts and predictions and any uh, struggles or experiences you may have had uh, about the platform because you know at the end of the day this stuff is a lot of our livelihood. Um, I'm not an artist and, it, and even I feel it feel this so I can only uh, understand I can only um, I can't understand what people are thinking about and I'm very interested to hear um, so yeah um, what do you do does, do you do y'all have any thoughts you want to start off with a particular angle or anything yeah let's talk about how like what are the implications for the vaporwave community at large we we don't own any of the services that we discuss on you know we, we talk about vaporwave on we're kind of at the you know the mercy of the speed limit on the internet highway like when these roads dry up where where will we go what what kind of even fight do we have to push back against rules preventing us from you know keeping together as a community keeping spreading the word of new new music new events things like that so we, we kind of find ourselves in a vulnerable position Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've kind of been feeling a little, even, I don't know if it's part of the changes that are happening, but just like out of touch, sort of with, with all, with what people are doing. Maybe it's because the algorithm has changed and it's not um, serving what I really care about to me. But, um, excuse me, I've really started to notice, like, it, I'm not getting as much out of them already. And uh, I wonder if that's the case for other people. And um, it makes me wonder, like, what a follower count means. Like, you're building toward this number on this platform that is, like, DRM and, you know, could get deleted. Oh, yo, our, our Instagram did get deleted or, like, it got banned. I don't know if anybody noticed. Oh, no. They wouldn't tell me why. It was, like, you know, terms of service problems and i'm like i think the same thing happened to business casual it did it it did it was so frustrating too because i'm trying to plan out this tape swap and now everybody knows we've got flamingo fest announced in la and i've got so many open dms with artists with vendors with venues with promoters with just fucking everybody Mm. and and like i i if they want to know what happened if they click the DM, it just says this account doesn't exist. Like, I don't even think they could see the chat history with a banned account, like an inactive account. Sure. But a banned account, like, I don't know. So I'm like, dude, what? Uh, we're still doing this. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hurry up. And like, you know, how else like, can I get a hold of these people? Yeah, like, what and, other and like, services they have? And it's all in my memory. Like, who was I talking to? I don't remember all the artists. Like, I got to go back to the spreadsheet, you know? It's just, right. it was a fucking nightmare. And that was like two weeks, almost, like maybe at least a week um, before they get, get they let us back in. And they didn't say shit. It was just like, oh, yeah, sorry for protection <laughs> for everybody. We have, to, we have to do that. It's like, dude, like, at least put a human in, in t- well, I, you know, that's the, oh. that's their whole point. You know, yeah. that, that they don't want to, they'll just take so much of their time, but there's gotta be some vetting process. Like it just can't be like, 
every account every account with like I, I literally I have no no clue what it possibly <laughs> the only thing I think it may be because we have so many team members logged into the account from like Colombia fucking yeah, it, it France, looks like a botnet account <laughs> Mexico Canada United States yeah so that could be it um but it shouldn't take two weeks to verify that and like I approve them all we got we have 2FA and it asks you like twice are you sure um so yeah that's that's <laughs> that's been frustrating <laughs> yeah it's like have you ever been and Instagram's on... the only one that hasn't changed yet oh yeah or wait did they implement the, the paid check marks uh yeah. I mean they're kind of already part of Facebook right uh Instagram oh, did, did I say Instagram or Facebook Instagram yeah Instagram. Is, isn't Instagram with meta now yeah yeah for sure yeah, I mean they can't fall any further it's already there even if they don't get checkboxes, right. they're it's or, it's yeah. Over. But I'm just my question is like, are people compelled on Instagram? They are on Twitter. They are on I think Reddit has it or somewhere. There's another platform that's doing it. I think there's know. business accounts at least. Like you can kind of track more metrics, like interactions, and have more more mm -hmm. of a say over your account. Other words, just a free one. I don't know. They want you to do business through them, but they yeah, want you no, to pay for, for sure. it. Yeah, they just don't. They don't. They're not. They're not satisfied with just. Uh, like the ad revenue. ads, yeah, the people buying ads. I mean, ad, um, ad blockers have just gotten that good, and you know, this is a public service announcement. If anyone out there isn't using one, use it. Get a couple of them. Let them fight it out. Your websites will look funny, but it'll, you'll be better for it. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I saw an ad I didn't mean to see. Yeah, I don't know what experiencing getting ads is like. Yeah, or like having ads on Facebook. I like, the second I know it's a problem, off, but like I will I never, I will never go back. I will close the six hundred yeah. YouTube tabs I have open that I mean. I don't to watch. even. I don't even remember what it was like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because like we, this is our internet. Okay, we were here <laughs> in the fucking nineties, taking our computers to the computer store in person. Getting that shit fixed up, <laughs> keeping that traffic up, going on the YouTubes, on the Newgrounds, on the E-Bombs Worlds, on the Vampire Freaks, on the all Tech good boomer talk shit, now. On photo buckets, <laughs> on the MySpaces, oh. and it wasn't monopolies. And then all the companies came in, they started taking that shit over, and all the streaming services, and now no one's torrenting anymore, but all the blockbusters are gone, so it's like, we don't even have, we can't even go back. All the TV channels are gone, so we were just talking about this, right? Like, yeah. everything, I, it's just, it's just a, it's so sad, it makes me mad. I'm sorry. Like, we, I'm, we don't I'm, pretend to be a scientific podcast or anything, so my statistic might be off, but I think I saw something like some 84% of video games are not able to be obtained legally anymore just because of their age, they're no longer in production. Mm -hmm. So it's like, when you don't own anything, you know, that's, that's kind of like where we're at. So, Dude, the but, preservation, you know, that was the main topic of the Private Suite podcast. Uh, we like said back up your shit every single episode, right? Mm -hmm. Archaeology is like my most so important to me of data preservation. That's why I've got like a 50 terabyte NAS I'm downloading every movie I can possible. Um like think about film like shooting movies on film you know what makes f <laughs> this is the, the most ultimate tangent episode i'm sorry <laughs> it's gonna it's but, gonna be a wild but, ride folks strap in what what makes film f cinema movies aren't cinema you know digital 
movies are movies, but that is not a cinematic um, medium. It it can pass off for a cinematic experience, um, but film is an illusion, right? Because you have pictures. With movies, you have digital movies that are video. You have videos, so you're you have a digital binary transcoding of the pixels but on film you have a picture pictures and what happens because at 24 frames a second the pictures displayed at that frequency per make you perceive motion in a an artistic um of like transmission of light it it's um so it's an illusion it's like looking at an optical illusion because our brains and our eyes are trying to figure that shit out it's the same with movies right you have film pictures going past you super super fast and it looks like movement but it's the ephemeral experience of film projection from the real that makes a a feeling like it's like a physical it's so hard to explain so when you when you see an actual like you can have films shot on film and played on digital on your tv and like that's cool but it's not real you have to go to the projector that's why the oppenheimer movie is so interesting um and i'm people are so excited for it because getting that 100 day theatrical window and it's shot on 70 millimeter film Hmm. so that's the best way to experience that illusion of what happens when the light flickers like that to your body. You know, when the light flickers really fast, you get like a seizure, right? It's these physical things that happen that just, it's just like perfect 24 frames. It's not 25, 23, it's just perfect. And it's the best, it's my, it's the best. <laughs> I don't know why, how we got on this topic because we talk, started talking about film, and that's what, you, that's what you love. That's, that's, we I, hit a I, note with you. I'm a movie. I, I love movies. Yeah, I went to school to make movies, but I work in film, but I want to make another movie. I'm writing a script right now, actually. I made some. But anyway, yeah, so it's the same thing like film, where archival shit is so important because the film reel, like The Godfather – it's like losing your raw stems for your song. We got all these musicians in the chat here listening, right? You lose your stems, you're fucked. You know, you lose your film reel, the original print, you can't make a 4K upscale. And they and so we wouldn't have Godfather 4K, you know, Blu-ray whatever, uh if the film preservation archivalist didn't say, "Hey, Francis Ford Coppola, whoever the the director was like yo the film is degrading in the vault because you didn't seal it properly or whatever the air conditioning you know it's a physical it's like a polaroid man you can't you know like you can expose it to light but it's like you know it's gonna get washed out and whatever and 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 not too uh, and grainy sorry, sorry. go ahead <laughs> i'm just i never stop talking go ahead you're all good um and and on top of that like that stuff is extremely flammable and you know, mm-hmm. just up oh, to yeah. the weather. The, the best things in life are. Yeah, exactly. The elements. The best things in life are 
flammable. 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 That was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. They're so fleeting, right? Mm-hmm. I'm really worried about my uh, apartment losing all my VHSs and my celluloid tape. My cassettes, my vinyl, my wax. Oh, wax is very flammable. <laughs> I'm melting. Oh. Uh, but, but yeah, we so, don't have so that problem. archival shit is important, y'all. But that's not the problem with, you know, what we're looking at here with social media. It's not data rot. It's not hard drives failing because, like, these data centers are built to, like, withstand an rot. atomic bomb. The yeah, the problem is it's, it's, it's greed. The second yeah. you are no longer a productive part. product, they're just like, nah, we'll just get rid of it. Like, have you Yo. ever been on a Discord and a server, like, the admin just deletes it? And you'd be like oh, scrolling yeah, through your server list. Oh, you're like, wait, where, where did it go? Where did all the things go? The the history is so important, and and no one cares about it these days. It's like, well, I, it's, like what are people gonna have to look back on? I don't know if they don't care about it. If the Wayback Machine doesn't back it up. Well, they've never had to because we're entering into a time where people are seeing, you know large segments of the internet just disappear like they have oh, not it's link rot man it's link rot. yeah exactly. it, it's it was there like how many times have if, if people really want to think about it if they've been on reddit like i've been on there for like 13 years and every time you click the save button and you're not like a reddit gold subscriber you can only hold so many saved links before it starts bumping them off the back of a, a list oh fuck are you serious Oh, you didn't know that? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, you could only years. go back like 10,000 links. Oh, it that just is showed... a bummer. Okay, 10,000, that's a lot. I don't know. I know. Oh, maybe it's not 10,000, but it feels only... like. It's, it, that, that's, that is the funny thing. It stops. Thing. Okay, okay yeah. let, me, let me just say, because Google is saying they're deleting all Gmail mailboxes with no logins in the past two years. Okay. So if your relative is, has died... Like my dad, he's dead, died in 2016. He hasn't, no one's logged into his email. I have it for historical reasons, but I'm not logging in there every year to keep it alive. Well, Imgur is doing the same thing. Any account with, I mean, any photo that's not, that's uploaded, that isn't assigned to an account. So you didn't, you weren't signed in when you upload it. They're right. wiping every picture, dude. I mean, for some things, that's probably a really, really good thing. For others, it's probably a bad thing. But then we I also got to understand, like... who's to decide what's good and bad? Like, that's the most... That's, like, playing God. Right? <laughs> that's the most important uh, thing. I believe that's humanity's favorite Because you'll miss shit. So. If you start making... Because you're going to miss shit if, if you mm -hmm. start making a call. And um, so Google... Like, all the pictures and all the emails are being wiped. It's like, you guys... You don't got... 14 terabyte drives in your data centers yet like what's going on why you got why you gotta wipe all this shit man so you know now all the archive archival people are like if you go to slash our data hoarders mm -hmm. which i don't know is it blacked out i just i don't know the internet's changing man where is it where do you go for anything anymore i think that was the hardest you part about guess. it about the whole like uh the protest when they were blanking out yeah. things was reddit has become Reddit isn't even a good place to be. I'm just gonna go out and with that hot take, but it is an archive of a bunch of niche hobbies. It's the archive where people go and literally will talk about stuff 
that no one else will ever take the time to talk about. And they're going to pride themselves in their thing where they're not only going to find the answer to their problem, but they're going to go back and comment and put the solution to the problem they had so that people later, when they find it, unlike threads on Google, can also fix that problem. And then when yeah. things got blacked out, I was like, and the oh, all too. of that information, all that information is gone. Yeah. And it's not searchable anymore. Like, yeah, exactly. Like so many solutions to problems are gone behind the black wall or whatever now mm -hmm. from subreddits that didn't uh, turn. But, ship but I get it. I get it. I, get I, to it. I totally get it. I don't totally get it. It's, it's our it's fault like, uh, for letting ourselves uh, put all our eggs in one basket. You know, it really right. is. Which is our entire um, community is, too is many eggs thing. in very few baskets. Like it's held up by. YouTube. Yeah. YouTube was arguably the, the, the first part. Uh, yeah. We got SoundCloud. We have Bandcamp. Is We're so hooked on Bandcamp as a drug that everybody freaked out when Epic took over it. They didn't have no idea what was going to happen next. Was this the death of you know Vaporwave? Because you know we are a niche corner of Bandcamp, but for Bandcamp, that, that upholds our entire community mm -hmm. as far as you know the digital side and even marketing physicals for the mm -hmm. very very few labels that actually have their own web store mm -hmm. like we're only with Bandcamp because of the ease of use but it's like everybody will flock to the one entity because it's offering kind of like a package deal and then when mm -hmm. the second they start doing things they don't like mm -hmm. everyone starts branching out the, the community fragments and goes to a bunch of different yeah. locations. And I, but then I they're hoped... like, oh man, doing individual stuff is expensive for us as an individual. Right. It was easier when a company was footing the bill and doing all the stuff for us. Like, bro, but now, now let's move anything. to a new X, Y, or Z company that pops up next. It's just an accordion yeah. effect that happens constantly. Yeah. And they take 15% of sales. Like that's a lot. Yeah, and I they mean, don't they do anything. They're not hosting right? anything. They're literally hosting HTML. I thought they hosted the files. Oh, that's true. But like, <laughs> man, like, how much is that? People aren't buying the files, really. Like, people, people I mean, aren't making their their livelihood from the label on go, digital files. They're making. If we go down to the label. electricity cost of the data center based on fuel prices around the globe, <laughs> I'm sure it's not getting cheaper to host stuff. Especially when you yeah, want speed. Yeah, they do host a lot. That that is true. But fifteen percent is too much for hosting. I think it's fifteen percent because they knew that if it was twenty percent, people would leave. They just found whatever that comfort level is before yeah. people balked at it, and they just hover there. And they looked around. They said, "Well, we don't really have any competition. Yeah. It's not like anyone else who's big I, does you know the what's same funny? thing." Most labels, like us at Tigerblood, like we'll be like, "You know, here's our website. Buy it from there. It's cheaper." Because it's on Shopify, but on the page for the product, we'll link to the Bandcamp because it's hosted there. So you're like people can listen to the audio on the free Bandcamp. Yeah, use but their bandwidth, but then we don't. Give we us can't money. upload it to Spotify. We we can upload the the zip file, and people can download it, but you can't preview it like in the browser like Smart. page. So we just embed the Bandcamp link. <laughs> you know, but we're oh. trying to get away from Bandcamp. That's why we have the website, but we still need them so people can hear it because they so they can hear what they're buying without navigating away from the page. And it doesn't require us to make the YouTube video for the album. Yeah, I agree. It's just, it's, I mean, it's a bar to entry that many aren't just ready for, I think. I mean, it's, it's a lot to take on. Like, I guess people also picture the successful labels and they say, I want to be that. And they don't realize that don't have to start there you don't have to do anything crazy a lot of people literally started up 
with some like cassette tapes from Goodwill they found and a crappy recorder done some you know barely passing for what people call popular vaporwave nowadays or classic yeah, but that's, and, that's more of a hobbyist thing right it's not a career like you're not going to make like 80k you're not going to pay your rent and all oh, your no. shit with that but that's what people's aim is for when you aim for that you can't be upset if you never actually come to fruition yeah i i feel that but it's just it's yeah. unfortunate that Bandcamp couldn't be that place like i i I see no reason why it couldn't. Okay, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, I see it being possible, but they would have to be like awfully see, generous. You know, like ads. You know, I don't know. Like people make, uh, you know, there's there's there was a period where people made a livelihood off of it, and then they were like, oh no, this is way too much money to people that don't deserve it. We got to get the ads going. We got to get the ad apocalypse. We got to start censoring. It's just a complete like 180 and it's all because the corporations like realized how much money there is in streaming. You know, all of us, we were kind of ahead of the game watching our shit online um, and torrenting it or whatever, uh, or just watching YouTubers. And then, then it became all celebrities. You remember like the fucking Jimmy Fallon late night talk shows. That's all you would see on the homepage for a while. Don't remind me. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) It, it, yeah, yeah, that was the point. I was like, man, it's uh, it's different now. So really, you ha- you gotta like do so much things, and it has to be your whole career. Whereas yeah. I I got a career already, man. I got a. Hey, I no gotta, one got time for that. But yeah, at the same time, I'd love to do it full time. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a glutton for punishment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything's a double-edged sword. At the end of the day. So what but, if we? listen to a song hey i like songs you like songs who likes songs i don't think everyone listening here should at least if they don't then must have got lost but welcome you know i had a uh sous chef co-worker when i worked in kitchens a number of years ago who hated music what yeah i've only met a couple people like that but they are very vocal about it when they don't like music yeah and it's like, like any music. All music? Any, yeah. Not even just country music? <laughs> like all music? Yeah, my friend showed me a country music metalcore song today. I was like, eh, vomit. I mean, there's half a redeeming quality. Oh, yeah. No, it was so... It's called uh, Home Team by Lakeview. Lakeview. Hmm. I like that I've name, heard of Lakeview. Lakeview. Oh, I've God, not no, heard of that song, though. Don't do it, man. It's, don't it's do really it. bad. So bad. It oh, the scariest part is like, what if I like it? Did you ever well, see that YouTube video of like the guy who was like taking every country song and putting them together and all the choruses? It's just one song. Well, that's because country went corporate a long time ago. It's like almost the most corporate. I'd, yeah. I'd say. Well, it's like the bar structure. It's like you know, it's the chord progressions. Um, yeah, but people keys. said that about every popular piece of music. Because the human, you know, ear is tickled by frequencies a certain way that, like, you know, if we all just make it sound like this, it'll be great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think it's to me it's funnier maybe because it's just country. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like every popular country song, you just take the a one bar four note thing and just play them all, and it's like they all go together. 
and you know in an underground kind of music scene you know i like technical metal i like intelligent drum and bass um and it's you know future funk and vaporwave a lot of time is like music musicians music for other musicians right <laughs> so, uh i can't i can't i just can't do it <laughs> but as far as good songs go i think we got one lined up here so there's a cool little artist uh called tupperwave i don't know if anyone's heard of him yeah <laughs> uh he that's what uh, i put my spaghetti in right <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can. If, don't put the sauce in there. You won't be able to get it. That's staying out. Your wave getty. Wave getty. Wavy getty. That sounds like a TV infomercial for some kind of microwave spaghetti. Wavy getty. Get it now. Flex tape. <laughs> um, it's a feature of Tupperwave on a Lost Traveler track. Brand new track from Lost Traveler and Tupperwave coming at you. Brand spanking new from yesterday. Today? Yesterday. Today. Oh, my dear Loris. Today, man. We're so, we're so Topical. Uh, on top of this. Um, yeah, it's called Whispered Moonlight. Um, we're going to check it out right now. Here it is. How much like flutter they've used in this song it's like very much like being played out of an old fucked up cassette deck right yeah yeah very, like I love, dreamy i love me some wow and flutter i'm always putting that in mm-hmm. this song is just like pure flutter to me to me flutter is like more nostalgic than reverb. Yeah, I can see that. I guess it's probably because you you actually probably heard Flutter in real life rather than reverb. That's well, the, that's the also reverb fair. You hear though, because we did hear it. It was like that's Mulsoft, right? From the loudspeakers. That's true. I mean, there's still like no like lows very high highs in Malsoft almost like it's coming through a crappy PA system mm-hmm. you can also have that kind of effect yeah no. that's what it is it's like I, this cut shit has gotta bottom. be like the bit rate is super low or something like it sounds so tinny but the drums yeah. are, are beefy so that's what makes it like it makes it work I guess because there's nothing creepier than shopping in silence. <laughs> so they have they have to give you something to listen to while you're spending money. But they don't yeah. want to pay for the rights to it. So they got to pick up something that sounds like music but doesn't cost anything. That's how we got music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just passable enough. Yeah. Because if you can sit there with your own thoughts, you might not buy something. 
but after you're hypnotized. Exactly. Like this, this will make me buy some stuff. What would you buy? Some pants? Possibly. Or like Probably a, a gallon of milk. I don't know. Gallon of milk. <laughs> There's the, we're, different, we're different sections of this store. I would buy some tie-dye shirts. Tie-dye shirts. I mean, this could also be like food court types of music. Get some like this bourbon chicken. This is the chicken. music that plays it's, in it... my head when I see donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I see a lot of pastels. It's like, um, no, it's like a film lobby, like popcorn line. Ooh. Music. That's like loudspeaker. It's like, you know, your film is about to begin. Ladies and I, gentlemen, please take your seats. I'm just picturing the dancing food. Thank you so much, Lost Traveler and Tupperwave. We love you. Uh, that was an awesome song. Everybody check it out and give Lost Traveler a follow on soundcloud we'll link that in the description awesome what huh what what is that you say i was thinking about the dancing the dancing popcorn and like the soda and the oh yeah let's candy all bar. go to the lobby let's all go to the lobby but it was mostly mm -hmm. just from the aqua teen hunger force movie oh yeah that was a class as a parody That's, though right it is i think it's based like, on reality but it was awesome. It's just, it's just that's it's just reality. It's you just know, cool spot. Reality can be whatever we say it is. Touche. <laughs> Did you see uh, all that new Apple? We still haven't even talked about our topic yet. By the way, don't let me. We haven't. Forget We've that. been in and out. We've, We've been, been in like, and out. We're just like, like circling it, you know, setting up the foundation. Um, but have you said? Uh, have you seen uh, the Apple? glass like latest shit it's like really good um like it may really makes me wonder what it's gonna be like in a year or two like uh oh, the, how the many vision people pro? yeah the vision pro yeah sorry uh how many people are gonna use that instead of their phones like it really reminds me of the era we went through of uh glasses that never well, that, actually no because that wasn't available for too many people it's true. bluetooth headsets for businessmen ah yeah it's true <laughs> everyone had a giant motherfuckers? Like big ones and and no one like we weren't used to people just talking to themselves standing there i'm still not used to it anymore like, or, yeah yeah, yeah. This will be this will be a zero well, adoption policy now, right? for me. I'm just like walking down the street. I'm just talking to myself. But like, it, like it, for a while there, at least a year or so for me. Maybe in Canada we didn't get like the ads like you guys did to like permeate it into the culture. But right. for me, like it was like really slow uh, norm normalization. Like even like Blackberries. You know, slower than BlackBerry adoption of like smartphone. Yeah, um, I mean, a selling feature to do spreadsheets on your phone is not mass appeal, but at the time <laughs> that was where you had to go. But like, I yeah. for the Google, Apple Glass, I almost said Google Glass, but for the Apple Glass, I'm I'm nobody. I'm not an expert on anything, but I will promise you, if you buy this, wear it, and I see it, I will make fun of. It. This is the stupidest <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my entire life. 
this is yeah. like yeah this is one step away from like that meme where they're gonna put like advertisements on the moon or in the night sky at night mm-hmm. it's just that guy's like i swear to god if this ever happens i'm becoming a terrorist like yeah imagine augmented reality all around you we don't even get the cool cyberpunk dystopian future where everything's neon and crappy they're just going to digitally make things look like that around you and it's going to suck it's going to be ads everywhere it's going to be ads it's going to be like oh my god i can't imagine like whatever comes after tiktok because now everyone's like wrapped up around like 30 second or less videos now like just it's just going to be a 200 frame per second feed of random images Mm. blasting into my eyes like clockwork orange style through these apple devices yeah, because the OLED, the screens are like really, really crazy. But the thing is, like, we're Gen. What are are we millennials? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, so we're millennials, and the Gen Zs and Ys, like, they didn't like grow up with dial-up and and whatever, you know. Like they, I mean, any listener, you know, if you didn't, like, that's cool. You know, I'll tell you yeah. all about dial-up. You know, we can meet. <laughs> you're, we can't you're, go, you're not missing anything. Up go for a coffee and do it old school ways and, and I'll, I'll show you the real struggle. Don't worry. Of, the internet will be there internet again. Connecting. But um, because you, it's just there, you know, the internet, it's just, it's always there. It just works. It's ubiquitous. Like, how could it not, you know, like, I don't know if it's. Yeah. I mean, like you, you just don't know what you don't know. Like, I think you and I were talking about this the other day, saying like there was that time between like the, 2010s and like 2020 where technology just got like seamless where like all of the guts and inner workings were hidden from people so like if if you put Mm -hmm. it in your hand and it didn't just work you just assumed it was broken or you had Mm -hmm. to contact someone else who knew how to fix it like they hid all the internal things like there was no logic or things built in where like oh i take the cartridge out i blow in it and then i put it back in there was oh the cartridge doesn't work therefore i must buy a new one or it's broken it needs to be repaired or something else yeah just like like no that that whole tinkering and... and knowing how technology worked yeah that was exactly. all like super important for the early web and like the web later web during that time yeah, so nowadays it's like people don't even know people... how to open a pdf yeah how many people had like their friend that was like just a yeah, computer like, guy. like, like every to like work on something now when before it was like oh yeah i'll just take it to my uncle bob or whatever and he can tear it apart his closet with all his tools right yeah it's like you know fix your tv or whatever but yeah now there's no like removable memory or batteries right uh, so we're abstracted away from it like we have no there's a layer in between Mm -hmm. us and the actual technology so when these big technologies come out like this apple glass it is completely undifferentiated from pure magic so when people see this, they have no concept of how it works. They're just like, you know what? I love it because it's new. And that's about it. Or it does one niche thing. They're like, oh, that'd be really neat. I can see myself doing that. I'm just like that person in the stupid ad, basically. Mm. So they get it and they run with it. But they don't see the second, third order consequences of this technology because they have no idea what they're in for. You know, they're, yeah, they're almost exactly. like they're fielding and that's, and a technology that's, that's new. The fear. <laughs> because there's way more of them and there's more people being born that like don't have a conscious sense of like the importance of it so it's just gonna like hijack culture 
Um, and you know, I'm not really worried about it. Like, ah, fucking. So let's say happens, it's just fine. Like, people, let's say as tomorrow. long as people are alive and whatever. Yeah. But it's like I just don't want corporations like hijacking people's like dopamine and whatever. Oh, know? it's and, too late for that. It's that's a that ship sailed. Let's say yeah, tomorrow with, they, with we the came out with scrolling algorithms and shit. The vapor glasses. Like, what would that do for the community? <laughs> like, how does this technology even apply? It just plays Dan Mason summertime EP. <laughs> just day, over maybe. and over. Yeah. It's it it's only sold in like pink and blue and all the lenses <laughs> are mirrored. Always always mirrored shades. And I um, almost just spat all energy <laughs> drink all over this two hundred dollar mic. That would have uh, been <laughs> That's all it does. It's just constant like feed of but like what is this what is this? do it's a funnel it's a funnel for the technology that we're talking about today we're talking about twitter mm. we're talking about youtube we're talking about all these this these content silos this is just another funnel into your body this is the 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 beer bong of content like coming into <laughs> your eyes at accelerated rate yeah. unless well, only if you have an iphone like obviously this is not going to work with an android device so so i'm safe because i'm never buying an apple device made that promise to myself but yeah i guess it, they'll tie you into the ecosystem yeah so it's, it's their walled garden but like this is just another way to access it and um so what what is this gaining other than pushing you further further down that rabbit hole to get you to what meta wanted to set up what meta they wanted the metaverse to be not only did they want you to exist in this world but be surrounded and immersed in it everything they can control at all times which is just kind of wild and very very black mirror but mm. uh but like what is this doing for us in the end like let's say tomorrow the yeah. internet just like a random tyler durden takes out the internet how are we gonna still have a community mm-hmm. what, what what is what are the foundations of the community what do we need to make this work and that's yeah. really what a lot of people are kind of i wouldn't say waking up to there have been people screaming this from you know up on high for years and decades yeah. about the, the errors behind George Orwell. Centralized, centralized data silos. When they eventually say you're no longer a profitable clientele, mm. now we're moving away to something else and leaving you behind, and you're left mm. with nothing. And you've dedicated your whole life. How many of us in this community have doom scrolled years of our life away just to watch them dissolve if Reddit shut down tomorrow? That's sad. That's sad. Yeah, it makes me like really wonder, like. You know, with every tech, new technology, we're like, yeah, it's good shit. Put it in there, man. We'll start using that <laughs> right, away, right away. Yeah. But it's like, oh. you know, do we take the time to, like, analyze the impact Ooh. of the adoption? You know? Like, no. And we can't. No, we, can't, we don't. Obviously, we, we, we can't. Don't. I mean, that's yeah. 20, hindsight's twenty twenty at this point. We can't look back and say, like, but we, we have so blind. But is there, like, a, a, a sweet spot, right? I think we found we're, we're a little ahead of the sweet spot at times these days. Like I think we're getting better yeah, at organizing. We, we talked as a about Reddit and, and whatever, but like think about where chat GPT got its data for free. Yeah. Well, yeah. Where do you think it came from? Where do you think? Let's go way back, way back in time. Have you ever, do you remember Google's project grand central? Grand central. I did not. Grand central was the precursor to Google voice. They Holy allowed shit, people that's to use, early then, man. That is way back. They that's allowed 2009, people to, 2008. 
Yep. They made they let people use their servers to make free data calls to anyone else anywhere in the world. Oh, I remember that the VoIP. Yep. Yeah, their their the VoIP was that actually was free. the best. That that was like what killed Skype. Actually, I think. And do you know why they did this for free? Because they were harvesting data, millions listening? of hours of natural voice, voice to train an algorithm. Oh. And then how did they test it? They got you to test it by transcribing your voicemails to text. And you could go in there and say, well, actually, they said this. And it would refine their algorithm. This oh is what created OK God. Google and all the natural voice Spooky. speaking algorithm data sets. This makes me feel like, because I'm like the one who's supposed to be warning people about this. I work in cybersecurity. <laughs> I've been doing this all my whole life, warning my parents I have a business. They're doing logistics and all this shipping. I like always helping them out with like their tech and phones and shit. And I'm like, dude, I've known big data was this crazy and this important since basically f I heard about Facebook. So I was like, I'm never making a Facebook. I'm staying on MySpace. They want my real name. This is the future. This is the end of the world. They should never ask for your real name. Didn't you take computer class in grade six? They taught you to never use your real name. What's going on? But Gen Z yeah, does. Don't talk get to strangers, that. kids. They're just like, yeah, <laughs> put your real name on there. It's your data. It's whatever. Put your that's, SIN number. It's that's fine. different. That's because they can actually see the end of civilization, like on the horizon. They're like, there's no rules. It's all gonna well, burn yeah, anyway. It was before Y2K <laughs> as well, so we were way more like uh, scrut scrutiny, scrupulous, whatever. Scruples? Yes. I don't know. Sure. Scrooge. Scrooge. Snozberries. I don't know. But um, yeah. So uh, it's we're just moving into it like too too quickly without like understanding the ramifications and and we don't have to move this quickly. Like you know, AI is just the newest thing. But there's like there's a sweet spot for a lot of shit that's gone way par far past the point that I want it to. Um, like, but yeah, YouTube, like we're, YouTube, we're rapidly example, accelerating to or, this point, regardless, we want to get off. <laughs> yeah. So like, what do we, yeah. what do we so, do as a community? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That, so those, so call in with your suggestions, yeah. folks. <laughs> yeah. Use a free VoIP help service us, that harvests your data for AI overlords. Yeah, yeah. No, we won't. We won't harvest your voice and send it over and get paid for that. It's it's no. all good. Just tell us. No, no. We're not important like, enough to do these that. These are the conversations that are conversations are everything because first of all, they require that the people having the conversation at least one of them has the courage to ask the question without with knowing they could very well offend the other person or whatever and like conversations are so hard to have because like usually some one party is like no it's not my in my backyard or whatever and the other person's like yeah well i don't know how to talk to you because i have like trauma or something you know like i it, i can't just like lower my life experiences to you know understand that you're yeah, just yeah. emotional or you are, you you're are not you thinking are. clearly or, or, or yeah, or you're just uneducated or whatever. It's like we need the conversations where people can feel that safe space and know that no matter what you say, it's just like, I'm just trying to set up a context here. Right. And like, yeah. you know, not everyone, every, not everyone's acting on good faith, but you know, it's just like, well, luckily this is a pretty safe topic. Yeah. Well, like if you're, sure. if you're against like, 
net neutrality if you're against like having control over things you own and your own voice your own identity and your own data then you're just misguided i'll I'll offend you all day i don't care (laughs) (laughs) and that's what's so funny because we just let it happen because we were like oh new tools new tech convenience man like free gmail google docs like all right we'll share the files and we'll be all good what's the worst that could happen (laughs) you know and then we'll just we're just literally making these bots and making so much money for ad uh, companies, and it's crazy. So yeah, I think it, it was probably bound to all come to a point where we're that we're seeing now with like the instability of every platform. Is it a coincidence that everything that we're seeing so much all of a sudden? It wasn't just Elon making the mistake of saying he'll buy Twitter for $40 million and then not being able to take it back legally. Was um, that a catalyst? Maybe, I think, but... I mean, if we had to put a name on it, I think it's just we're reaching a point where the concentration of wealth has reached people who are going to start doing big things with it. It's no longer like sneaky, sneaky, we'll just have it and not let anybody know sneaky. about it they're going out there and be like look at me i'm i'm basically iron man in my own mind and bringing a lot of attention to themselves like no one who's actually evil and wants to maintain power is going to be that open and loud yeah <laughs> let's let's be if honest they are they're just dumb and they probably right. won't get very far so basically what happens is like if you if you give a 5 year old 20 dollars and you send them into a penny candy store it's going to be a, a, a nightmare. <laughs> this, this is essentially what the world has turned into. We just have a lot a lot of 10-year-olds uh, getting a hold of a lot of money and doing just like, wouldn't it be neat if I did this? And that's how like the whole concept, like that's, whole, that's Mr. Beast's whole stick, right? He's got an ass load of money because he does things with an ass load of money, which somehow gets him more money so he could do more things with an ass load of money. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, it's it's basically just like a runaway scheme, but like that's that's not how that's just not how the the community we are in kind of operates. So I don't I don't see that in in our scene. I see that as like all right, cool. We found a place that isn't too obscure or too popular that we can kind of put our information out there for other like minded to easily see it. And like everyone, everyone will swear up and down that the algorithm is evil. It's actually the algorithm doesn't care. So as long as you're searching for vaporwave stuff, liking vaporwave stuff, clicking on vaporwave stuff, it's going to show you more vaporwave stuff. And that's allowed people to find a lot of stuff. That's the algorithm working as intended, not harvesting you just to be able to sell you like I don't know vaporwave urinal cakes if those existed. <laughs> If there's a company that markets those, I'm sure they are going to want to find the people in that niche demographic urinal to sell wave. it to them. I think urinal we need wave. to start manufacturing Utopia District those. Urinal Cakes. <laughs> Buy them at the tape swap. We will have them. This is a legally binding contract. Collect uh, the whole set. <laughs> collect the whole set. Uh, but, like, that's, that's, that's a good thing for the communities. The hardest thing was finding more. I remember the first time I started listening to this music and I was like, what the hell is it called? How do I Google? Oh shit! Ruby yeah, old that's a music. real dilemma like, right there. Like, what is this? And then the second I got that word, that vaporwave word, I was able to search for it and go find more. And the algorithm was like, "Well, let me destroy your brain with feeding you so much of it, you'll never not see it again." Um, <laughs> which was great. 
But let's say that goes away. Let's say like, like oh, this vaporwave stuff. That's not making us any money. So we're going to go exactly. ahead and like yeah. squish that. You know, we're mm-hmm. going to go ahead and censor that more so. That that's when the algorithm's being used improperly mm-hmm. or, or you know not for its supposed use. Yeah, um, that's the that's the real scary part. And are we going to see? Because like when that happened to SoundCloud and they're like, "Yo, we're changing our shit up," the community was like, "No, thank you. We're going to go to YouTube and Bandcamp." Uh, and SoundCloud lost a lot of traffic. You know, the community had those other places to go. But is yeah. I don't know if Lemmy, I don't think Lemmy and Mastodon or Threads, fucking whatever else, are like built like for for hosting and like distribution. I don't just know, man. Based it's... on the decentralization. First of like, all, I don't want to host people's albums on my on my host, right? It's that's like, true. So right now, Lemmy is just text and pictures. So that's also just like kind of like Reddit, where Reddit went to hosting its own images and went away from uh, Imgur as a background because they didn't want to pay for it or Imgur, whatever you want to say. I know I'm going to get, uh, but GIF. Um, GIF nuts. Yes, definitely a GIF, not a GIF. And if you want to fight me, I'll know. I'll tell you where I'm at. <laughs> um, the hosting is going to be difficult, but Lemmy has been. It, it's still. It's open source. It's still being worked. Yes, it recently had a lot of large instances were recently hacked, but they were able to patch it pretty much overnight. Um, so again, it's going to have its growing pains. It's not a multi-billion-dollar company with the support of an entire like government infrastructure like Reddit does um, to be yeah, able so to be that locked down. Who's running the vaporwave Lemmy? I don't know the person individually. Mm-hmm. Um, and now how there we... is no vaporwave Lemmy. That's the thing about Lemmy is that anyone Didn't can run their one? entire instance. I did. I post one. So this particular, I don't know what they're called, subspaces. This this portion of Lemmy is on the instance Lemmy dot world, which right now I believe is oh. one of the most popular, largest uh, Lemmy instances. Okay. So every instance can have its own vaporwave, like you know area right. i, I want to say subreddit because i don't i don't know what the word in lemmy is for it um yeah if anybody knows comment in the comment yeah i know it's um, like what's like wow like you want to join like Frostwolf or, or what bro you want to join yeah fucking... this one has some stats on it and let's see what we got so it's just at andy and i think at is just the icon that goes in front of admin name. nope it's not because i have one in front of mine and i'm not an admin i promise um yeah, at, and your name, I guess, is part of your yeah. user tag. So this one is just Andy. A-N-D-Y um, runs, moderates, rather, the Vaporwave instance I'm looking at, as well as the Vapor Vinyl instance on Lemmy.world. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, I do not trust that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. As of today... <laughs> yeah. As of today, there are 319 subscribers, 11 posts, Seriously? 15 comments... Holy fuck, that's a lot. Okay. A lot. Oh, you posted the tape swap, bro. That's right. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, we have, we have six upvotes or whatever they call them on Oh, and Mr. That. Mr. Big Fart posted the summer slush way. So wait, how did you and Mr. Big Fart find this, see that the Vaporwave one was on the Lemmy.world one and not Lemmy. 
self or something like whatever else so for the subdomain that's that's why that that's why lemmy is lagging behind in users like reddit because like people have no idea how to use this thing the biggest thing was when if it wasn't for reddit you know basically screwing up and charging exorbitant amounts for their api Dude, and turning a off vinyl one now too yeah turning off all of the um third-party apps that were using reddit they created a, a very pissed off community of people who left because they refused to use the reddit app because it in my opinion it sucks i was using reddit sync for like the last decade yeah sync is the best of all yeah i use sync for the last decade and they put a post up saying hey we have to shut down like we can't afford this i'm sorry but stay tuned we're retooling sync to work with lemmy and i was like what the hell is this lemmy thing i heard about it before it's come it's been around for at least a year or so now it's my knowledge that they're yeah. now retooling sync to work with lemmy so i'm like, okay let me go see what lemmy's all about it's a, it's a federated community which means anyone can spin up their own instance so you anyone like, yeah you i'm talking to you can go download lemmy put it on a server and host a reddit where people can come and create small spaces small communities inside and moderate their own thing and run from there and if you want to reach a wider audience you can reach out to other server owners and get them to federate your instance federation is basically like picture a bunch of islands in the ocean with shipping lanes in between them that connection is shipping data back and forth so if i'm on lemmy.world and i go to the search bar and i type in vaporwave urinal cakes <laughs> and utopia district has an instance that's federated with lemmy.world i'll see that i'll see the posts over there even though i don't have an account on that mm -hmm. instance so like i can go over to that instance and review it and do kind of stuff like that so it and creates you have to uh, sign up for it to comment uh i don't think so as long as they're federated i believe like you don't have to have a user account for that instance but it'll say like indieadvent.lemmy.world yeah and that's how it kind of looks like there's like different addresses that kind of show where things are from and you can kind of cross post things it's again it's it, i'm new to it it's new and it's still yeah. being kind of revamped it's crazy it's 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 uh the most important thing and you know it's what we've all wanted uh i remember like mega upload fighting back against anti-piracy and like kim.com being like we're gonna make making the new internet yeah. at all uh, and i, I was like super that. stoked for that <laughs> yeah but, i don't know like, if he's I a hated, hero or I hated the, the corporations getting on the internet like get off it's our internet we all know al gore invented the internet he said so himself <laughs> who killed the electric <laughs> modem <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, um, yeah, um, the security has me worried because it's like whoever owns Lemmy.world better be watching their emails for Lemmy's notification, even if Lemmy gets the zero-day vulnerability right. in time or they don't, and then the server owner has no way of even knowing there's an exploit for Lemmy. And then if they're not a practical user... Maybe they host Lemmy on their fucking main rig on their home PC, or they host it on the same network and don't segment the VLANs. There's so many unknowns. And it's like, if this person who's hosting the instance doesn't think about this stuff and 
let alone if they don't even update their instance based on the new patch from the advisory for a 9.1, 9.9 CVE, like we saw today with Mastodon, then every user is at risk. Gee, Indy, I'm glad you asked, because if you go to almost any of the Lemmy instance homepages, there's a section called learn more at this these websites <laughs> where you can look at the Fediverse wiki that explains how this works. You can also go to the Lemmy repository where they have excellent, excellent documentation on how to set up your own instance, how to set up your databases, how to do everything, what all the technology is based on, what libraries they use. That's what I'm that saying. That is the beauty of, of an open source. It's an open source project. So anyone can look at it. Anyone can figure it out. You know, obviously given the right amount of yeah. want and it's to like care. Keep... Yeah. So you can use Docker and scratch and ansible and host on an i imagine an s3 bucket so but the cool part is since the 10 days after the third party reddit app shut down lemmy's top 10 instances combined for a thriving user base of 234,000 people in 10 days so that is that's not mm, just a few pissed a, off yeah, people that's... And that's like not many sub lemmies or whatever we're calling them, right? What is there like a right. ten thousand, probably only a thousand really good ones, right? Maybe or, or like who knows? That's the problem with fragmentation. Yeah, that is that is the bad side to federation or decentralization because centralization <laughs> literally brings everyone. <laughs> that's so smart. Oh, there's Fed one. It. It's it's. Um, I think all combined, it's got some dots in here, is called Shit Just Works. So it's sh dot it just it just dot works. Uh, fed it. <laughs> um, there's there's all sorts of communities. Again, the people who flock to Lemmy are the people who are not do not shy away from technology and are kind of already immersed in it. So that's ner true. nerds, if that's you will. True. So that's that's good. But creating, making this more user friendly, making this more accessible to the average individual. So that it's yeah. just as simple. Like and for me, for me signing up and making an account on Lemmy.world took me two seconds because it was exactly the same as Reddit. I did not need to provide an email address. All I had to do was give it a username and a password. That's it. Now I don't have two-factor or anything set up, but I I was just testing this thing out to see how it is. I can always go back and add an email, do a two-factor authentication if the instance supports it, um, that kind of thing. So. Mm -hmm be be what it is like obviously practice good internet hygiene when you go on any of these places don't post things you don't want other people to read don't aggregate your information to a point where if they read all your posts they can easily figure out who you are where you live all sorts of stuff don't listen to anyone saying you need to post the, the cool code on your mom's credit card and the <laughs> secret digit in the back to reveal your you know secret spirit animal like no, don't no, fall for those that's things that's how you get to the advanced uh, permissions yeah <laughs> um, that kind of stuff so like as long as you're doing this stuff and using it as a place to talk about your silly little niche hobby it's it's a wonderful place and it can be a good place for everyone the thing about communities how much are they paying you bro how much are they paying me nothing <laughs> how much should they be paying me yeah I'll let really. you decide I'll let yeah. you decide. I'm hire available for hire. Uh, I will I will say some good stuff about whatever you need. I'm very yeah. cheap. And he brings Timbits to every meeting. Oh, God. 
Oh, you guys I don't sh- have Timbits down there, eh? We did. We do. Around. You do. Oh, yeah, you got the Timmy's oh, we down got there Tim a couple bits. years back. It's, it's right? just not... It's just not my favorite. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not my favorite. Yeah, I don't hey, like the coffee. The I don't like Duncan either. Shit. So It's fake. It's just, yeah, I hear that. Too, um, too fancy for that. Yeah. All right, well, we'll check out the Lemmy World uh, Vaporwave sub-Lemmy. Yeah, until it turns into some horrendous, terrible place that I do not personally endorse. Because... <laughs> Because here's the thing. You have engineers, and then you have mods, and then you have your like your your posters, and then you've your got users, your, yeah. your normies. So, like... Well, they were saying, like, what, only 3% of a community actually generates content, and, like, some crazy amount are just lurking, just consuming. Mm-hmm. But, like, are the engineers capable of, like taking care of the the mods aha uh, here's to the thing to encourage the the posts to encourage you know leechers to become seeders yep. so to speak or posters more so than reddit is now allowing so what people don't know or maybe haven't heard or maybe they do know maybe I'll give you guys some credit uh when reddit took off that api they didn't just kill sweet apps like apollo and sync they turned off all of the custom moderating tools that people were using so oh, like if you guys have ever like been what? on um I don't know I don't know any of them by name, but like for instance, looking on Discord, how many Discord bots do you see in servers? <laughs> like a ton, right? It's a right? real privacy issue. It's right. Uh, it's just like a ton I don't of want them. to talk about it. <laughs> okay. So the, there's those bots in there and they they perform admin duties. They perform moderating duties. They can perform like dirty word searches, they can perform like auto bans, they can time out people who are mass posting or spamming. Those yeah. were also in place using the Reddit API. So mm-hmm. you have a person whose literally hobby, not job, hobby mm-hmm. is to moderate a hundred thousand plus users subreddit, and now you're taking away all of the tools that they paid, paid for to use to make their job and their hobby easier for themselves through Apollo or whatever else. Yeah, or through whatever third party or that they're maybe using they wrote to their own everything. shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or they wrote right. their own stuff, right. To connect but with they, the API. Exactly. So they had it set up so they could take an insurmountable task and make it manageable. Now, the only way to do it now, to be 100% sure that all the stuff that gets put on that subreddit is A, within community standards, B, isn't against the like their local subreddit standards, is to put everything on like mod pause where all every post has to be individually vetted and approved before it can be posted. So on a subreddit like slash R Vaporwave, I think New Vapor probably already does that. Um but I can understand how that can get out of hand quickly. Um so you know maybe it won't impact the Vaporwave subreddit. You know, the apart from people not going there to post because people aren't using as much vaporwave oh someone posting about vaporwave literature on there i gotta i gotta respond to that um (laughs) but um i can only imagine like for slash our videos or or pics or or funny any of the top level ones that are actually like corporate run yeah they take 
they have a tremendous amount of manpower involved mm-hmm. in just getting through a day no of not can't, can't get getting to the front page. destroyed. Right. So it's ridiculous. So that's why this is cool yeah. because this is bent this is built with API management usage in mind and first and foremost. So they took the biggest complaint that caused everyone to protest mm-hmm. and leave Reddit to and they put it into Lemmy and said, Alright, you know what, this API will be available and you can do all the stuff with it and we're not gonna lock it down because we're not we're not making money off this. But does it cost how much money does it cost? Does what the, the server bill, like for you know, to, to for the for, CPUs to calculate all the shit. Well that's all on you. That's the you're the instance owner. Well now yeah. but I mean like uh, like Reddit, for example, like you know, because Reddit wants to make money off their API, so they're saying, "Well, okay, they're going publicly traded, six... right?" Yeah, exactly. So they they're don't saying... care about their users. They don't care about the cost of running it. They care about their dividends or their stock payouts. Yeah, but they still need. That's why I don't understand. Like, who are they? Just crossing their fingers that people are going to still posting, still post, you know, yeah. like, with without these dividends. And controls. They are literally yeah. expecting mods to work for free. Yes. Without the power and with with yeah without without, without tools to do it, they want them to basically run their data gathering operation for free because it's their hobby, but and that's what a lot of people are figuring the, out. Like the Reddit, I guess the Reddit app has always been pretty shit. Maybe they'll yeah. update it. Well, it's you can use it on your phone. That's your only way of going to Reddit now. Um, they've also done things like. But it's how uh, many requests you do per second. That's what that's the whole shtick, right? Well, that was like for apps. So like an app like Reddit Sync, when you're interfacing with it, it goes through their servers. So there's like certain features that they had mm. that it was like, okay, so like as long as your app is connecting to it, you're making requests back and forth. So now think of how many users are using the app to make connections back and forth through the API. Yeah. Basically saying when this connects, it's reddit sync connecting through for this user so they had to kind of pay for all that mm-hmm. so they were doing that by you know like selling the app and you know it was a manageable Ads price yeah right but so that's yeah. now they, now they raised millions. it so much that they're like you know no one can pay million. for this so they yeah. they shut down because nobody with a but nobody's so making know... money off something is going to stop making you know stop yeah. their job unless so they it's know possible. people aren't going to do that so they know that the money they called everyone's bluff and they're gonna say all right all right cool we kicked everyone out and now we can play ball with bigger companies or we basically cl- cleared the playing field if, yeah, if you have a competition everybody that built yeah. this shit out if you have competition and you don't want them to have competition you just pull the plug in your api you've just wiped out everything so now your app is the only way people can go through 100 yeah. percent. you created a one-way door to yeah. your walled garden yeah yeah it's it's tragic it's reality it's today and that's why that's why it's cool to see projects like let me even try even dare to like climb this huge mount everest problem yeah um, dare to YouTube dream was never profitable it's like we can be unrealistic and think you know oh i want it to be like it old old days like i always say <laughs> right but you know how right and same with reddit right they weren't probably making that much they probably were losing money every year i don't know but um i just don't think they quite have their fingers on the pulse of the sheer level of value that 
we got before. Maybe there'll be posts still, but the value won't be there, especially it's, it's, since we've yeah. lost half of it from the blackout. And it's not even like an individual user's issue or problem. I mean, it, it's not their fault, but it's their problem. They go to this community to get information, to talk to their friends, to do these things in their community. But you only have a few mods and admins. And if the mods are like, this is stupid, I don't want to do this anymore. And instead of destroying what I've built, I'm just going to let it die. And they set it to private tomorrow, just like we saw in the protest. You, mm -hmm. Everything's gone. Like, you're shut off. Yeah. So, like, a lot of people are realizing, like, oh, God, like, if it's all gone, where, what am I replacing this with? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, at least everyone's um, just running around and flocking to the first thing they can find, which can yeah. be dangerous because when there's a oh, void yeah, there's or a vacuum, so they'll run to anywhere, which is why a lot of people are flocking problems. to Thread, they're flocking to yeah. Blue Sky, they're flocking to Lemmy. And like, none of these are bad decisions technically because you just haven't seen the outcome of this situation. I've, I've spent, without having a Reddit app on my phone for the last couple weeks, pretty much since mm -hmm. Reddit Sync shut down, there's just mm -hmm. been this like empty spot on my like phone screen. Like what where do I click there? I can't do this anymore. Like what do I put mm -hmm. there? So now it's like I have a little if if you guys have Android and you have like lawn chair, which is the best launcher if you use that. You can make little <laughs> folders. And right there I have a folder and in there I have a Lemmy app, which I'm using Jerboa. Uh a Twitter app called Tinfoil. And I think I have Instagram in there. That's it. That's that's covered my doom scrolling because I don't have Reddit anymore. And it just hasn't hit the same. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have to use like all three and like when one gets boring, which doesn't take long, just move to the next. Just rotate. So maybe yeah. maybe this is a really good thing for my mental health and a lot of other people's mental health. <laughs> Yeah, that's, remember, that's, remember how that's everyone kinda... wanted to get rid of social social media? It's doing it for us. It's destroying itself. So this this maybe hey maybe this was the best decision anyone's ever made, and they're trying to save us, set us free. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like the greed. It's like um, karma, you know, setting us free. Crazy. Yeah, I'm interested to see what happens. Like we're kind of in the middle of this whole transition. Um, I want Lemmy to succeed, to succeed, but I really hope they they improve their user experience. And same with same with Mastodon. Um, I think they have to. Like, it's honestly like it's not about if it's when. Again, we got to remember like Reddit's a multi-billion-dollar company, and they have the the assets to invest in a what is literally a Fisher-Price calculator-looking form. Like Reddit hasn't really improved upon anything. They created no. a place where you can post words with a picture. And okay, they they've embedded some they've worked with like YouTube, they worked with different websites to embed video. But like outside of that, it is not earth shattering technology. They've invested all of their stuff into how can we give you only enough and not crash our servers because we have so many people hitting this for kilobytes <laughs> of text so like again they're not running the most complicated mm -hmm. it's not cern okay it's not the large hadron collider or anything it's it's literally a <laughs> message board but they have billions to do it where 
Lemmy is just the passion project of like, a lot of people who are fueled by the hatred for corporate Reddit. <laughs> well, that's how Reddit started, right? Aaron Schultz. Mm-hmm. I think that's his name. I can neither confirm or deny. I have no idea. <laughs> Holy shit. You should learn about him, dude. Uh, look up the look up Internet's own boy. I'll put is that, that a, in, in the description. Is that, the, so. is that a documentary? Yeah. I think I heard of that. Just need to sit down and watch it. I'm sure it was circulating on Reddit recently because of the, all the changes. Right. I'm sure it's, it's just depressing it's to a watch sad now. Story about oh, it's yeah, worse now. about how like corporate control, like uh, it's just like the intense levels of profit motives can even do horrible things to the smartest of people who create so much good in the world. You know, it's. Um, and it really, it just reminds people of what we used to have with the internet, um, because it's, people are going to forget. Oh yeah. Sounds like a real tearjerker, honestly. Yeah, it is. But it's really inspirational too. Yeah. It's one of the smartest minds ever. Like, yeah. Anyway, I don't want to get into it. You know what right. we should do? <laughs> what? Listen to a song? I haven't heard from Crystal Eternal in a little while. I don't know if they, if you fell asleep over there. If you're like, <laughs> it's I am fault. here. I promise. I promise. Yeah, no, no. My, we, I, I specifically told you, you have to just interrupt us. We are terrible at sharing. Oh, no. Air. It's just that I'm not extremely knowledgeable on this kind of stuff. So I'm trying yeah, to figure yeah. out it's, things to say. Yeah. But, you know. It's me and Indy's yeah. fault because we're nerds. We're nerds. But even uh, just as the, you know, the experiences of uh, an artist... And, um, you know, someone using the platform just like for communications and whatnot. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know what that's you're like. At, you're, you know, you're subject to the changes just as much as everybody else. It's, yeah, it's been weird. I don't know. Um, I mean, I've definitely noticed so many changes in the last few months that I've had to adapt to and change my strategy for. Yeah. And you yeah, said exactly. you were also and using threads the vibe, the voice. or no, Blue Sky. Oh, right. Yeah, I, started, I, know, I know nothing about Blue Sky. How's that going? It's going all right. Um, there's a growing vaporwave community over there right now. Um, I would say it's kind of headed by like um, the likes of like 3D Blast and um, uh, Tech and James from uh, DDS are on there. Um, nice. Really kind of pushing. I it. can think of worse people to run things. So that's yeah, that's, really awesome. that's awesome. Yeah, so I mean, it's still small, and it's still you know an invite-only platform, so it's um, you know in beta, still getting its feet, but um, you know it looks like it has good legs, and I think it could go somewhere. Nice, that's awesome. We'll have to that's stay tuned. Super interesting. Yeah, I'd love to just uh, stay tuned and that. Yeah, we'll have to check on the Twitter. It's all yeah, exclusive now too. The that's the thing. That I can't like, log in. If Twitter, if if people like lose their Twitter. Where do I go to find the thing, you know? Like, what if I'm not on the email list? I don't get the email. Which is just... why everyone should start a local community in their town. <laughs> this is exactly. going to be a big call for reaching out to your local people, getting together, because even if the internet turns off tomorrow, we can still meet in person. I know it's a scary thought, but, like, setting up that kind of foundation is what's going to make us future-proof when the technology yeah. finally does let us mm-hmm. down exactly and and not to shout myself out too much here but ohio Please, people if you're listening stay tuned follow me i have an announcement coming soon so Ooh. you're gonna like it nice or else 
Ohio. Ohio is the place to be. It's the only place where you can experience just just how Ohio it is. And corn. <laughs> it's 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 its own place. Hey, if you want to go to a place where you're like a couple hours from a bunch of major cities, you're in the dead center of the country where you can go out in any direction. Cost of living yeah, is kind of great. Yeah. Arguably that pretty decent awesome. for the rest of the country. Yeah. It ain't as bad as people make it out. Now there are terrible places in Ohio, <laughs> just like everywhere else. Yeah, for sure. But it's no, it, cool. it gets a bad rap on the internet. Like, indeed, were you aware that a lot of our astronauts are from Ohio? Interesting. I did not. Yeah, Why it's, is that? it's such a terrible state that they wanted to leave the planet. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> I just. Or I is have it to like so flat that you can see the stars or something? Maybe that's that might that might have something to do with it. No, like a lot of them, like many growing up, light pollution in like rural. Oh, areas. there's light pollution, but in some yeah, areas, no it's less. Yeah, uh, what are we talking? Oh yeah, so three. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. We'll check that out. Blue sky, interesting. But for now, we we got the podcast. You can just keep listening to the podcast. You, you can email us. You can uh, write in, ask us questions. Give us content, give us ideas, whatever. Yeah, if you're uh, sick of hearing us ramble and review. you're like, they should talk about X, Y, or Z, let us know. Because like, you might have a really cool idea. I love talking about people's ideas. This, this, yeah. this is my favorite. But seriously, um, you know, thank you so much, every listener, um, all of you for coming on the show and you know, just shooting the shit, like I said at the beginning, uh, about this, I, this concept. Um, it's an interesting time. There's an unforeseeable future and, um, I'm not too worried. You know, we're all in it together and we're going to keep each other afloat. Um, but it's just very, it's fascinating. You know, there's things have been the same way since 20, whatever, it's 13, 15. And now is a, a big disruption and, uh, we'll see how the dust settles, you know, the only consistent is change. That's right. And you know what we'll do? We're going to change it up to a song right now. It's called It's For The Paper by Crystal Eternal. That's amazing. I love those single notes. Is that the original, or did you just cut that that bit out of the? Uh, I'm pretty sure I chopped it out of something. Nice. That's I I I love this. There's a song Lux posted on the. There's a song Lux posted on the Neon Nights uh, stream recently, and I forget. What, who it was by but like oh man that song is, I just can't stop thinking about it because the clap it's just like it's so funny how you can have one instrument or one sound just like knock you out of the park yeah the sometimes sometimes what makes a song is just that one little sound mm-hmm. yeah it's amazing uh, the track we'll, let, we'll link the track in the description in case anyone's curious it's on tomcruisen bandcamp.com and it's by Layback L-A-Y-B-A-C 
Yeah, this song, this is so good. Is bopping. I can't wait to uh, see you live at the Slush Wave Summer Salon Center Souvenir. Everyone wants to say Slush Wave for me. Slushy is just unfair. <laughs> oh my god, I love this song. song out we have it linked in the uh, Bandcamp description okay and then we got what do we got one more song here uh, on Doki Doki Beats Bandcamp by Pyroglyphics ooh that is a sick name I thought so oh I they, love they got that. some tapes tapes too yeah Pyroglyphics album Departure on Doki Doki Beats, uh, and here's the song called One Leaf Clover. Ooh, it's like some late night lo-fi sexy horns. I can feel the smoke in the room. It's, yeah, it's really. from all the pyroglyphics. <laughs> Careful now. Open the window. That little bit of flute in there. Wow, what an interesting... There's so much to this. It's got, like, oriental shit. It's got the barber beats. And it's got, like, the, the messy, like, glitchy plundering. And the clap. Wow, super interesting. It's got a really great looking cassette. Yeah, I like the minimalism on it. LED printed, but you can barely tell. Oh, that is nice. Yeah. 
those nice like milky translucent tape yeah those are the frosted ones transparent frosty uv printed shells there you go according to the the band yeah 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 and it looks like there's still some left yeah yeah everybody uh make sure you subscribe to doki doki beats on Bandcamp. I was just talking to my homies the other day, um, one of my, one of the discords about these, these guys, like, I am just so impressed. Um, like, they've come out of nowhere so quickly. I remember when they did the hyper-reality um, with the wizard. Uh, I forget what it's called. But, I was like, hey, that was the moment I started watching, and just every album they put out since then has just been so good, and the consistency has been super high. Um, I don't really care about Barber Beats, and I still really like all the track, all the albums they're putting out. Um, that new Vanitas was really, really good. So yeah, check them out, dokidokibeats.bandcamp.com. Yeah, awesome track. Thank you, Demo, for sharing. All right, so uh, that's pretty much it for the topic. Um, did we have any, did, did y'all have anything else you wanted to touch on regarding that, or um, shall we hit the road? I think we may have beat it to death, but it's also <laughs> kind of like a to be continued, like ongoing. Yes, exactly. You can check in with this in like six months and be like, "Wow, were we wrong? How things were gonna go? It got way worse." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we were so hopeful in this one. <laughs> we'll be like, "Ah, we called it." Yeah, I think we're just seeing like the stress and the some of the ramifications from it already, and um, you know, we'll see what happens. Like more people leave Twitter, is it gonna go down? Are they gonna fuck it up even more? You know, or um, are we just gonna forget about all of this and go back to normal? Who knows? Well, the cool part is we don't have to guess because we'll get to witness it. Whether yeah. we want to or not, <laughs> we are all yeah. unwilling participants in this show. Yeah, just just along for the crash. Yeah, it's just a go. train wreck. Can't take yeah. your eyes away from it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, uh, Crystal, Eternal, and Demo Dog for being on the show. Uh, all, uh, all listeners for tuning in and uh, checking out the tracks, listening to us ramble a little bit. I hope you had some fun. Make sure to follow us on Bandcamp, utopiadistrict.bandcamp.com. We've got new albums there, a little bundle of tapes. We've got new albums coming. And uh, check us out on YouTube as well. There's a lot of really cool stuff happening there, uh, including some of the live streams and whatnot from our upcoming events. We've got the tape swap. We've got uh, Electronicon weekend uh, live stream. We've got Flamingo Fest coming up. And on July 16th, 2023, so in about a week, uh, just uh, Sunday. It looks like Sunday we will be announcing something. 
another something. So three, Very exciting. three more somethings. It's busy times. It's <laughs> more something than you normally get. With a couple more somethings. Um, and, and follow uh, the podcast, of course, on all of your favorite podcast networks. And if you use Discord, uh, you're welcome to join us there. We are pretty active and just, you know, talk about whatever pretty much. There's a great Vaporwave section. There's a regular section and a lot of people um, sharing their events and whatnot. So a great way to, you know, let the community know of what's going on and stay in touch of what's happening. Um, but apart from that, you know, hope everybody's well. Uh, I hope everybody stays well. And um, if we don't talk to you again soon, we'll hopefully see you at the tape swap. And yeah, thank you, Crystal and Demo, so much once again. If you want to uh, drop drop your social links, if you'd like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, one second here. Yeah, so you can find me on uh, on Twitter. I'm still there, uh, Crystal X Eternal. Um, over on Instagram, uh, the same Crystal X Eternal, um, and then I'm also on Bandcamp, um, just Crystal Eternal. Pretty easy. Nice, super easy. And demo, you can find me on Twitter. I'm not doing much there. It's gonna be boring, but hey, come <laughs> see what I I don't know retweet from other people. So I have like very very few followers. So if you guys want to help me pump up those rookie numbers, I am Plastic Palms number one on Twitter because Plastic Palms already existed, and that person wouldn't give me their stuff. That bastard. So, I know. So I'm number one. I'm the only one. Um, at least, at least you didn't take Utopia District on Facebook and then change it and somehow lock yourself out of it so that you took your own name. I mean, that, that's if no did. one, no one can have it now. That's that's, that's yeah. a grand plan. You can also exactly. find me on Lemmy dot World as hey. Demo Dog. Nice. I, I've only post made one post, <laughs> so you could go and like it. It's the advertisement for the tape swap. Nice. So. I saw a couple um, comments on there. It was pretty sweet, pretty sweet. So, yeah, get in there, go tear yeah, it up. Get on the Lemmy. Add some voices to the Vaporwave uh, community on Lemmy. Lemmy.world yeah. is just the biggest one right now. So if we can pump that up, we can go there and make a, a vibrant community outside of uh, evil mm-hmm. corporate Reddit's clutches. Mm-hmm. I hope so. I hope so. And thank you for such a great, you know, thorough explanation of uh, the intricacies. I can always over-explain things if you need me. Uh, we sure do. We sure do. And um, if anyone has any questions and wants to set one up or whatever, you know, hit us up on the Discord or whatever. And, yeah, let's see what we can do with this new technology. We'll use but it for good. Use, use it for <laughs> good, people. But for now, I think we'll hang up the call. Um, again, thank you so much, everybody. Take care. Until next time, be well. Bye. See ya.
Utopia District is now closing. Please bring your items to the checkout now. We hope to see you again soon.